The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Vince The Voice Bailey, and this is Black Mental Matters, the podcast. Now, unfortunately, none of us have to look very far to find someone who's been affected by suicide or mental health crisis. Do you know suicide is the second leading cause of death in the United States for adults and the third leading cause of death for teens? Whew. One of the most common comments we hear as it relates is that the families and friends didn't realize that their loved one was going through a crisis. A mental health crisis isn't something people typically prepare for and they can miss the signs. Therefore, Makiba Reed Johnson and myself, we're going to dive into it right now. Thanks for listening. This is Black Mental Matters. Black Mental Matters with Vince the Voice. And yes, she is black. She is back. It is Makiba Reed Johnson. What's up, Makiba? Hey, Vince the Voice Bailey. Hey. Nothing much. I hope, I hope you're doing okay. I see it's raining outside, so I know you didn't get a chance to do your mental health yard work you, this morning, probably. You know what? You are right. And since that last Zeta, whatever that uh, uh, storm was, I got all this pine straw and stuff in my grass, and it's making me mad oh, wow. every time. I pull out there so I may do that later on today it's, it's slowing down I don't know but uh, okay. hey I'm still trying to get my therapy in that's why I got you on the horn right now <laughs> right now all right all right that's what I'm here for how you do I mean after all this uh, we have been through some things and I've talked to so many Oof. people who just like what you just did they 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 blowing it out right now good lord I mean they everyone's talking relief and 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 it just feels like a release and it feels yeah. like the pressure is even though we still got a lot to go you know ways to mm-hmm. go with this thing but uh people really were uh t- for the past how, how long i mean plus we ain't locked up with the with the pandemic which is supposed to be uh just peaking some more we haven't even reached a peak again right. i blow let's blow together one more time three two one <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I know, I know, folks. I know what that's you. That's really therapeutic. It, yeah, it, it, that's maybe, therapeutic. That could be a new podcast, the blow, the the, the blow show. Hey, I like that. <laughs> and all we do <laughs> is exhale all day long. I mean, I I understand. I I, I felt the same way um, that mm-hmm. finally there was some kind of at least uh, perceived resolution as it relates to this uh, election and all that. Were you were you clamoring around the TV as well on uh, election night? I hate to say it, but I have been on social media more than is healthy. Mm. And I have been glued to mm. the election results. And I mean, even up to, you know, the whole COVID-19 with yeah. the president being diagnosed with that. Like it's, and I usually don't pay that much attention to what's going on, but because it's had such an impact on me personally with not being able to see my father, you know, when he, you know, was you know, passed away, didn't get to see, you know, him on his last birthday, you know, because of the lockdown, because of the virus, it's, you know, because I I feel like I've been impacted personally. I just, I wanted to to know each step in real time 
what was going on, which actually made me feel pretty bad mm-hmm. mentally, mm-hmm. You know, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. But the relief of their results, just like what you're saying, Vince, it, you know, it's it's like it's like a glimmer of a silver lining. Yeah. But there's still a lot of work to be done and, and, and a long way between now and January. That's right. That's right. And I, I too on social media and some of my old classmates and people, I mean, they were expressing to me that they've been going through some changes uh, as it relates to, I mean, this is affecting so many different uh, aspects of our lives. It could be your employment, again, being locked up in the house. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. there's a family member. I have a, a good old friend of mine who uh, he and his wife and then her mother and her mother passed away. Uh, from from COVID, so this all these things and and people are questioning what's going on with themselves. They're not feeling the same and everything, and that's why we, you know we wanted to talk about today recognizing uh, a scene, knowing uh, that hey, this could be a potential mental health crisis that you're going through. And the definition mental health crisis is, could be any situation in which your behavior could put you at risk of hurting yourselves or others, and or or prevents you from being able to care for yourself or function effectively um, in your community, in your home, whatever. You know, I mean, all this stuff taking you through changes. Uh, mm-hmm. It's quite easy for, you know, little man asks for some water and you just snap. Get your own water. Pardon my French, y'all, that slip. Get your own water and get your. Mama, what's wrong? All I wanted was some water. <laughs> and so you need to. You, we we, we want to help folks, you know, again, recognize. Did I actually say that? I'm Dave Chappelle of podcast. Did. Okay, it's okay. You can you can edit that out. I'm not going to edit it out. I'm ball, leaving so it. Can, I'm, oh, I'm leaving it. Okay, 2020. <laughs> it's 2020. That's right. <laughs> but, but we want you. We want you. You know, many things can lead to a mental health crisis. Uh, again, the fact that we're in a pandemic and and, and the election stuff is crazy mm-hmm. and, and and everything mm-hmm. else. So we wanted to talk about that today, yeah, Makiba. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I just want to just kind of go into a little bit what it is that we're talking about. What we're talking about today is what some people used to refer to as as a nervous breakdown. Mm. And that terminology was used to be used a lot until sure psychiatrists clarified that that's not a clinical diagnosis. Mm. That it's actually a psychotic break is what's happening with a person that's having a mental health crisis. And like what you were just saying, it wrapped up into your inability to perform daily tasks, take care of hygiene, get dressed, go to work, to function as you normally would because something in your mind has been overloaded and you are taking a break sort of from reality. And, and it's, it, it's, it's very dangerous because the person that's experiencing it usually does not have the capacity to articulate what's happening. So people in your circle, people that are around you, people that care about you need to, especially if you deal with depression and anxiety and all the other mental health issues that a lot of us deal with, to have people around you that sort of can look at you and know when you're in a bad space to know when they need to intercept and intervene and get you in a position where you can get some help because this is something that you, you can't come out of a psychotic break by yourself without help. 
Wow. So you, this is why it's really important for people who are around you to mm-hmm. know some of this, this information that we're going to talk about. You know, you use again, you're right. It, it was called the um, a nervous break. You heard that all the time. Oh, she had, he had a nervous sure breakdown. Did. What happened to the old boy, man? He had a nervous mm-hmm. breakdown and da, 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 da. And mm-hmm. uh, man, I haven't heard that, heard that in a while. I, I, I did yeah. not know. They say, hey, stop, stop using that. This is a real, real thing. And what can, you know, I guess I want to start with some, some of the things that can lead lead to a mental health mm-hmm. crisis because it's, it's so, okay, right now and, and everything we do. So I'm going to start first, home or environmental, changes in your relationship with others, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, partner, your spouse, you know, things. If you locked, you've been locked up in the house all the time, you didn't realize her feet smell that bad. It's bugging <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, the things or, or that he eat up all the dang food, you know, and, you know, things change. I mean, it's going to this. Mm-hmm. Or you, you lost someone due to death, estrangement or relocation. We can't even visit our, our um, parents or grandparents or kid, anybody in the hospital if they're sick mm-hmm. we, you know we don't want people to come over to the house uh, mm-hmm. conflicts or arguments with loved ones or friends I can't tell you how many people have deleted in fact we we was all asking whoever uh, anybody uh, found uh, George it was one of our classmates who was super right right wing we all did, you know <laughs> everybody had deleted him I hope he's okay uh, <laughs> I hope he's okay um, work, he'll be alright yeah 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 you know work George stress. is gonna be okay He's going, all right, George. Shout out to George. Uh, you could have uh, school or work stressors. I mean, think about even our mm-hmm. young people today. I mean, they're all online. They're at home on a computer learning school when, mm-hmm. you know, we would be in a classroom. That could that could mm-hmm. lead to something. Being singled out by your coworkers. Or pe- Please don't talk about politics at work. You know what what happens oh. then. Or even wearing a mask. We, we argue about wearing a mask. And yeah. uh, that can whoo, just take you. Being in crowds or large groups of people that could be a stress or not just going to as mm-hmm. we said before going to the grocery store you free mm-hmm. man would you put your mask on would you get back give yeah. me 50 feet 6 feet whatever feet <laughs> you know right uh, if you got mm-hmm. different political ideas you arguing with people that you love and it could be right there in your own family but mm-hmm. I can't understand how you could support somebody like that and these things just continue to build and build and the next thing as you say it's not a nervous breakdown you snap and you, you, mm-hmm. you, you're involved and engaged in a mental health crisis Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and I also want to add to that, um, Vince. That that a person can have a mental health crisis or a psychotic break if they start a new medication and that medication That's is giving true. them complications, or if they're stopping a medication that they've been on. Um, like you touched on having or undergoing a traumatic emotional event, like an illness mm-hmm. or a death, mm-hmm. or if they if the person has been in some type of treatment, say, you know, a person was employed at the beginning of the year, they were going into therapy on a regular basis. They've now lost their job. They don't have access to that insurance anymore. They're not seeing uh, their therapist anymore. A lot of people now have stopped seeing their therapist and mm-hmm. have not acclimated to the telemental health model. Mm. So there, there are some people that just, they respond better to therapy in the one-on-one session. And so these are all types of things that we need to be looking at. One of the biggest ones I wanted to to also touch on Vince is alcohol, drug and food abuse. So I got to put food in there too, because what I see so much too often, especially in the black community is people who are undergoing drug or alcohol abuse, even food abuse, their loved ones focus on the drugs 
or they focus on the alcohol, they're focusing on the problem and not the symptom. The underlying symptom of any addiction is pain. Mm. That's what I want everybody, if you get nothing else from this podcast, if you have someone or if you are someone who is dealing with you know, any type of addiction, all addictions stem from the desire to not hurt and the desire to not be in pain or to not suffer. And so people are just trying to numb that hurt. And sometimes it's with drugs, sometimes it's with alcohol, sometimes it's with food, but that should never demonize a person because a lot of what's happened, especially with the criminalization of, you know, marijuana usage and, and crack and cocaine, even the term crack, there's a connotation mm. to poor, black, uneducated, urban, you know, you have all these stigmas that we have allowed to be attached to that, not even seeing the person anymore. And that the understanding should be this person is trying to alleviate intense pain and I need to help them cope. So this is a a big one when it comes to mental health crises and and giving people support because when you're in a situation where you are living with a person with an addiction, the addiction tends to overshadow everything else and it should not overshadow the individual and the level of compassion and grace that that individual needs and deserves and also the support and the comfort that that person needs. Well, you know, I'd like to uh, myself, I like to, I can't say I do it all the time, but you know, the full transparency, been been there, know that, uh, seen that in all of our families. I'm sure people have, have lived that and you just didn't know, didn't know why. But as you said, there is some pain behind there. There's maybe some disappointment. Um, You know, the last uh, uh, podcast I had uh, 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 Carrie Valentine on and he he was very good and and I wish I could have delved deeper into it, but a lot of times it goes back to some childhood something that you just never resolve. Uh, whether it's, uh, you know, some person did you wrong or you were, again, disappointed about something and you just couldn't get over it. So uh, here comes Mr. Brandy. You know, let's go ahead and get another sip. And oh, you know, and everything is. And, and the next thing you know, you know, you're addicted. And again, during a crazy, I should know I shouldn't use the word, but in a time like this now, it's so easy or more easier to just wallow your yourself in that the stock of, uh, of liquor stores is out the roof right now i mean the, the liquor stores is, is popping it's yes. popping you know it's almost like it walmart <laughs> you know right. you can see everybody and everything up in liquor stores <laughs> now um, right but that's and, and they just passed a law that i think um i don't know when it starts to allow the selling of alcohol on on sunday mornings because they had it to where at first there was no alcohol sales on sunday and then it was after 12 o'clock and now I think they're just rolling that all the way off the books where you know you are able to buy alcohol even on Sundays in the morning and so. I think delivery as well I think that's a new one where it can be delivered to you now right. you know right. like Uber Eats or whatever those services are so mm-hmm. uh, th- 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 mm-hmm. th- again another that hmm something something's really going on with with, with, with my man um, yeah. and, and as you said I've, and I've seen it you know I had an older brother who I mean just super duper smart but then I mean yeah. when he would not uh, take his medication it was it was just a, a, a terrible uh, it was not a 
it was just a, a 180 degree change. Go from mm-hmm. you're the smartest person in the room to the the the, the sad person in the room mm-hmm. because in our families, when we see things like this, we have to act. You just don't know what mm-hmm. people are going through and and how to delve deeper so that you can, mm-hmm. and like you said, help them get the help that they need. Right, mm-hmm. and 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 also on that subject of addiction, what what and I would like to see the the data on this, and I'm going to actually look into this, but it's been my experience that people that have a tendency to feel the need to be strong are usually yes. the ones that, that, that are addicts mm-hmm. because they feel like they are you know, trying to take on everything and they're not in a space where they're comfortable or where they're allowed to feel like they're tired or they need help or they just can't do this whole list of of you know responsibilities that they are supposed to do for the day that there is a link between the personality of a person that is an overachiever and a go-getter and a person that doesn't feel like it's okay to be vulnerable because mm-hmm. especially when you know when we're talking about black men you know they, yeah. we, there's not a space of I mean I have not heard yet the addressing of black men's mental health during the pandemic as far as research and data because you're already talking about a demographic of men where the pressure is provide provide pay bills pay bills provide tell me about right (laughs) (laughs) right and there is more to you than that and there should be more to you than that and I sometimes think about that just as a woman, how stressful that would be to be made to feel like I solely by myself am responsible for everything in my household from beginning to end all the time. I mean, that would be a lot. So, I mean, that's just something to really, you know, start being more aware of when we're placing those types of pressures on men. And I will tell you, fellas, any of the men that are out there listening, that being vulnerable or speaking about maybe some of your doubts or or things like that or challenges that you're facing, the uh, uncertainty. I mean, it's okay. And I'm going to tell you, fellas, that it is so um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Therapeutic. Therapeutic. That's there you go. There you go. It's so therapeutic that then you can you know, move on to, to do other things. When you don't mm-hmm. do those things, that's when these warning signs of a mental health crisis can come into yeah. play. You already talked about, uh, you know, not bathing like they used to, brushing the teeth, brushing the hair, don't mm-hmm. care about the clothes. You want some, you know, screaming and hollering at folks again mm-hmm. for, it's like, wow, where, where did that come from? Even destroying stuff sometimes, you know, yeah. you, you just want right. to punch a hole in the wall, uh, mm-hmm. uh, abusive behavior yeah. to yourself and others. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have yet, but a you always hear about people doing things like cutting. I, I never understood that where, yeah. you know, you, you you got something and you, you cut yourself or pop up a, a rubber band. That's kind of a that that pain is to, supposed to, I guess, help you deal with things. Um, yeah. Isolation from your family, friends, school, uh, just all these things that those mm-hmm. are those signs. Hey, we need to talk and uh, get a little bit deeper. Make sure that you are OK. Absolutely, absolutely. And when it comes to, to, to self-harm, it, it's it's necessary to understand. And we have just now started addressing this in the black community because this, this used to be something that we never even 
realized was an issue right. among us is is self-harm. And I hate that it's called that because it's really, it's not what people think it is. It's actually the person is in so much pain. It's just like the addiction with the alcohol or the drugs. The person is in so much pain that that's their release, that yes. they feel like psychologically that when they inflict any type of physical pain, that it's also a release Mm. of their emotional pain. Mm. Self-harm is not a person that's trying to hurt themselves. They're trying to alleviate pain. Mm. Mm. You see it in the movies and it's almost like, mm, that. That that's, again, yeah. the word, uh, crazy. But uh, again, people, th these are, th are, are things that they're doing to get away from that pain. And it always mm -hmm. comes back to some, some, some pain that you've had in your life. And I was looking online and, and uh, NAMI, uh, for those of you, I'm glad you listened to this podcast, but there are lots of resources out there as it relates to uh, getting information on mental health crisis or depression. We want to be sure that this crisis, uh, if you are experiencing that, does not end, of course, in the ultimate. And that is what everything always points to is that we don't want people, if you're going to, you know, A, to be harming yourself or B, to be trying to get away from that pain so much that you take yourself right. out of the equation. And that right. is always, uh, I mean, when anybody says anything like that or they start talking, you know, Makiba, we got to jump into action right then. Correct. Absolutely. No, absolutely. Because you are that person's lifeline and there are things to do. And then there's a list of things to don't do. To not do. That's right. That's <laughs> yes. right. Yes. So, so, so I just wanted just to touch on the don't, okay. you know, do not overreact. Mm -hmm. Do not be judgmental. Mm -hmm. Do not argue with them. Do not crowd them with your opinion and allow them to speak and express the experience that they are having without you coming back with a response or something that you feel like you need to have an answer for because that person just needs to be understood and for the person to provide that space for them where it's not such a thing where you're you're adding to the detriment of the situation because you can actually make a person worse yes who's, who's experiencing you know a mental health crisis I got some techniques for you to help you uh, de-escalate that crisis as you just keep your voice calm right. stay calm mm -hmm. don't overreact as you say listen that's the who just mm -hmm. listen sometimes people just need to get it out no one's no one's listening to them and especially in a time right now where uh, they may be there all alone all the time express support yeah. and concern hey look man I'm just here for you that's all I just want to let you know I'm here for you Avoid continuous mm -hmm. eye contact. You know, when people are looking at you yeah. in your eyes, it's like, dang, you know, get off me, man. You know, kind of thing. You, 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 you right. Like you say, you could drive me the other way. Ask how you can help. Is there anything I can do, man? You, you like hamburgers? You know, I put fried eggs on mine, man. It tastes good. Let's try that. You know, whatever. Uh, move slowly. Don't be getting all jittery, you know, around and move slowly. Offer options mm -hmm. instead of trying to take control. Be patient. Avoid touching them unless you ask permission. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, I mean, just, you know, hey, stop, you know, Avoid touching sometimes. Yes. Um, announce actions before initiating them with them. I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to call your mom. I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to do this da, 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 before you actually, you know, just well, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Let me call your mama. Exactly. That, that, that can take them to the next phase. Uh, give them mm -hmm. space. Uh, don't make judgmental comments, you said. And, and of course, again, you said don't try to argue or, or reason. It's just 
be there for them, be there for them. And of course, right. we know the next step, we got to make sure they get some kind of treatment inpatient or outpatient if they're talking about taking themselves out or harming themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you have to be willing to walk that journey with them because you can't just point them in the direction that they need to go in for help. You have to make sure that they follow up with it. You've got to then circle back and around and make sure that they've been you know, prescribed medication and have been set up with a therapist that they're going to therapy, that they're taking their medication. So it's more to it than just, hey, call this 10-digit hotline. There's a responsibility that you should have if you are, if you have a loved one that is, is having a mental health crisis, especially if that person is expressing suicidal ideation for you to know that that is a journey that you are about to walk with that person and it's a long one and it requires a heck of a lot of patience Mm, mm. i hear so many uh commercials these days you'll see them on television there's lots of uh resources out there uh whether it be again the the telemental or you know apps uh just all kinds of, of of things that can that can help people but it's how do you, how you present it to them makes a big difference that hey you know like you said maybe maybe let's do it together man let's 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 go on this not okay app and uh i'll be one of your friends you know and if anything happens and you be one of my friends i'm gonna i'm gonna put you know sign up as well and then that way if anything uh, uh takes us to an adverse uh, direction we there for each other or something like that um Absolutely. as you say take take, take the walk with with them uh it is your loved one and we want to make sure that we're all here together however mm-hmm. also if you got to always don't be afraid to pick up that phone and call 911 or the national suicide prevention line 800-273-8255 800-273-8255 lots of resources and lots of people that are out here pulling for you including me and makiba we pulling for everybody we don't want anybody to feel like they're alone because you're not. Uh, we have seen it ourselves up close and personal mm-hmm. our, with family, with ourselves even. And uh, th- this is definitely something that you don't have to just survive. You can thrive out here even if you have some mm-hmm. challenges. It, 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 you can do it. You can Absolutely. do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, and just one last thing, Vince, if you know, anyone who is in to mental health, whether it's advocacy or, or if you're a mental health professional, or a mentor or whatever, pay attention to what is going on in legislation yes. and, and, and policy. I just I just found out that um Trump signed a bipartisan bill um, last month on creating a nine a three digit emergency nine eight eight number. And I don't know why nobody's talking about that. I mean that's actually a, a surprise it's actually a, a, a really good thing. But the yes, and it should be ready to uh launch in July of, of 2022, but mm. it's set up the, the same exact way that 911 is set up where the states pay for the calls and it will be set up where there's a mental health mobile response wow. unit that responds. So that that that's huge. And these are really the things like if you're on social media, these are the things that you really need to be reading and sharing. learning more about. And right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because there's so much stuff that's now happening and nobody's paying attention to it that we need to get behind to make sure these things you know, follow all the way out and actually come into fruition because I mean, this, my biggest issue with the crisis text, you know, number suicide 
hotline is you are not going to remember that number if you are in the middle of a crisis. You're not, you're not, nobody's going to remember 10 numbers if you are in the middle of a crisis. And just to be able just to dial, dial 988 and then you know you are immediately connected with mental health professionals and resources, that's huge. Mm. I got to give my man a pat on the back. Well, thank you for that, uh, Mr. I, Trump. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Isn't that, isn't that weird? <laughs> give him some credit. What would that credit do? Anyway, you, uh, right. you done drove us crazy. Now you're going to help us so we don't be crazy no more. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Appreciate that, my man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I didn't think of it like that, but you're right. <laughs> well, listen, as you can tell, yes, uh, be checking me out because I be having those crises too. <laughs> you know, make sure I go off the deep end. McKee is so great. Thank you for all the great information. And uh, we just hope everyone was able to uh, thrive again during this time. You can uh, go online, uh, blackmentalmatters.com. All 50, now three of our episodes are up, uh, Makiba. All wow. 53 episodes. And so whatever, whether it's addiction or narcissism or just all all different uh, 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 topics uh, for you to partake and, and, and listen and, and hopefully learn from uh, social media, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those kinds of places. Reach out to us and, and we just want uh, some healthy outcomes in our community as it relates to how we process our our, our, our minds. And uh, Thank you so much, McKeeba. Good show today. Oh, you're welcome, Vince. Thank you. All right. God bless everyone. It's Black Middle Matters. <laughs>